This is episode number 34, The Seven Levels of Rapport. Welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. I'm your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you the most cutting edge, coolest people in the planet to help you live a bigger, fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business. Now, let's go. Now attracting easy money, wow. In your business, your relationships, you can have it. Your self-esteem with speaking another language. It's official. Raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. If there had to be one characteristic that you need in business or just in life, single-handedly, hands down, it would be this one skill. And the skill is your ability to build relationships. Business is all about relationships. Your customers to be able to gain referrals from you being able to be the best blogger, for you just being the go-to person at your kid's school with all the other mums. Everything, everything in life, everything about your success is based around how well you build relationships. In today's show, I will be sharing with you one of the greatest models I have ever seen that I think describes probably my own strength, which is being able to build massive amounts of rapport. And I've taught rapport over the years many, many times. And probably for the last 12 years, I've been teaching this model because This would be the closest model I have seen out there to be able to help people understand the true depths of rapport building. And it's actually called The Seven Levels of Intimacy. And The Seven Levels of Intimacy is actually a book and it's been written by Matthew Kelly. And it's really around relationships just in general. But the way I've been teaching the concept for years is actually being able to help people in business really understand their biggest asset, which is their customers, how they can truly connect with others. So in today's show, I'll be sharing with you me actually teaching the seven levels of intimacy from one of my Herpreneur events. But let me be straight up with you about this. Today is truly about you not just being able to build relationships verbally, you can now apply what I'll be teaching you through your list building, how you actually write your copy from Instagram posts, from your website, how you deliver your message on videos, from Facebook, whatever it is, whatever content you're putting out there, I want you to really start to think about how you can use what I'm going to be teaching you today and how to actually use it and apply it in content online, not just face-to-face or voice-to-voice. If rapport isn't your biggest strength, then great, seek to master this skill because it's killing your ability to truly be able to connect. And if it is your biggest strength, whenever I teach this, the people that are great rapport builders, it's like suddenly they can see a model that describes why they are so successful in naturally building rapport and being so masterful at it. So sometimes it's really good to get out of unconscious competence and suddenly step into consciously competent. I'm suddenly aware of what it is that I do. And then that makes it replicatable, which means you can replicate a process to be able to teach others, especially in your business. If you're actually building your team, how great will it be for your team to actually hear this? So today you're going to hear about how to build relationships in business, how to bring more realness and rawness into conversations, how to be able to drop your guard and how how to get other people to drop their guard so you can have more deeper connecting conversations and to be able to really have them feel that it's a very, very strong, deep friendship and how to create more emotion and connection in your marketing and your copy. Enjoy. There's what we call the seven levels of intimacy. I might just go there for a moment too. 
when you think I'm talking about intimacy, you might think, oh my gosh, she's talking about sex. No, I'm not. <laughs> intimacy is how well can you share yourself, drop your guard and share yourself with somebody else. And more importantly, how can you get somebody to drop their guard and share themselves with you? And this works perfectly, one, in business because we do a lot of communication, face-to-face communication, especially if you're negotiating, if you're selling one-on-one, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, even if you're in the corporate game. It doesn't matter if you've got a very dominant male CEO, we still want to be able to work this, and I'm going to show you how it actually works. And then also, how do you relay this into your copy, into your blogs, into your Facebook marketing? So these are the different levels. The first level... Uh, level one, and we call this cliche conversations. Do you know how many times I've written that word? And <laughs> today it was like, I wrote the end and I went, mm, doesn't feel right. Mm, get the game. So cliche, cliche conversations. We're used to cliche conversations. We do it every day. They're amazing when you're at Coles and you're in a hurry and you don't want to have a conversation, but you're polite. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. Okay, have a great day. Thank you. Bye. And you might say that you're good even though you feel like shit. Right? I'm good. I'm just a hurry. <laughs> right? So cliche conversation is great for uh, transactional type of conversations. You might want to have that maybe with the bus driver, maybe with someone at a retail shop. It's just a quick conversation. Get in and get out. Though this is not where we're going to be able to build relationships here. This is so above the surface. Now, what we sometimes do naturally is we go to level two. And level two is talking about facts. And the retail assistant does this amazingly. The question they normally ask is, what's it like outside today? Have you had that? Is it still hot outside? Is it raining outside? And they'll ask you a factual question. When somebody asks you a question, a factual question, that's actually unconsciously that they're trying to build rapport with you. It's a great way that they're trying to create that conversation. So you might find you might be sitting there waiting for something, I don't know, a bus, a train, um, taxi, and you might be sitting there and you've got a stranger next to you and sometimes you might not talk to them, other times you might go, hi, nice day today, isn't it? And you've gone straight to level two because you think, I want to acknowledge this person. So I'm going past level one, rapport building, I'm going to level two. Now, I tell you who's great at level two and can stay at level two for a very long time. This is going to be quite a sexist comment, but it's true. Men. My hubby can meet any guy that's into sport and he could sit there for an hour and have the best conversation about sport. Cricket, soccer, tennis, football, AFL, doesn't matter. He knows everything about sport and if the person next to him talks about sport, bang, it's like a marriage. Now, where all hell breaks loose in any type of relationship, partners, or if you go for different football teams, is when somebody gives an opinion. Ladies, how do we feel if someone close to us, like a friend or a mother, father, sister, someone close to you gives an opinion that you don't like? Back to level one to you, thanks. (laughs) You're on back to level one. I'm hanging around here with our conversations. Um, Yeah. And opinions, wouldn't it be great if we all thought the same? Maybe not. (laughs) So you understand that we're allowed our different opinions, but it's really hurtful when someone has a different opinion or they don't agree with that opinion. Um, So 
Opinion sharing, though, if I can say, is that above the surface or below the surface? If I'm sharing my opinion, below. it's below. It's actually more below than facts because facts, you can't argue facts. And this is why when we meet a stranger, we might talk about facts because we can still create a great common bond, but we're not going to irritate each other because we're talking about facts. It is a sunny day today. It is a cold day today. It's facts. Though where really want to hang out is down here. Feelings. As soon as you share feelings in your marketing, in your copy, in your communication, or more importantly, you can actually get your customer, your prospect to share their feelings with you, the more comfortable it will be, the more real the conversation is. As we start going further down, um, we've got this one, which is hopes and dreams. This is the stuff where it starts to get more connecting. How many of you have a product or a service that helps somebody with a massive end result, a hope, a dream, a, a, a brilliant outcome, a massive feeling of success in some way, like they feel like they've really achieved, yeah? So we need to make sure that our conversations don't just go from feelings, but we get them to voice their hopes and dreams. Tomorrow, we're going into a part of one of my programs, which is called Reverse Selling. And it's the questions that you go through with your customer verbally to be able to get them to share their hopes and dreams and to feel comfortable. Why is it that we all have hopes and dreams, but a lot of us don't share it with people? Scared to fail. Scared to fail. What else? You don't want their opinion. I don't want their opinion. <laughs> Fear of judgment. Mm, yeah. Then we're accountable as well. We're accountable to somebody else if we, if we say it. What about just the tall poppy syndrome? Scared that I don't want to look like I've got tickets on myself and I can do this. Like, I don't want people to judge me that I've got this amazing dream. So it's quite interesting with this. Now, it doesn't matter if you're in from health and fitness, if you've got um, a business that helps people with financially, if you have a product or a service that you sell online, a lot of them are sitting between this area. So you need to make sure that your copy on your website has a lot of feelings, a lot of emotive words. If you're doing verbal conversations, you want to make sure that they're, you're eliciting, you're getting them to verbalise what they actually hope and dream for. Now, this one's the next part. Level six, fears, faults and failures. How often do you share with maybe your, your prospects or with people around you your fears, faults and failures? And if you look, if it's more connecting as we get further and further down... This is actually one of the most connecting things you could do because it helps another person feel human. Tomorrow when we go into the sales segment, I'll be sharing with you guys how scared I was of selling. I was taught really horrible, high-pressure sales. It built up a massive fear. I do this because I want you guys to understand if you have a fear in the room of selling which a lot of us do because you didn't sign up to be a salesperson. You signed up to be in business because you're passionate about what you do. But to be successful at what you do, you need to know how can you inspire that customer to take action. So for me, everything that I do now is how do you get somebody to buy from you instead of you having to sell? And that's that part tomorrow. But fears, faults and failures. 
How often do you connect with that with your copy? How often do you connect with that with your conversation? Obviously, you want to still remain, you know, there's some professionalism that some of you guys need to keep, but there's a part there where we need to actually expose that. Um, we have Mary Barker here in the audience. So she's um, a Mary Barker wealth designer. And uh, she did a book launch. Yay! Uh, she launched her book. And I actually emceed for her event. And I said, give me a bio. And then what I did was I pulled out pieces of the bio. And one of the pieces that I pulled out was a section that I knew would work perfectly. Because here she is at a book launch teaching people how to get their finances into check and women having that independence of their own finances. And so I knew that the people in the audience saying, well, who am I to be able to build my own personal empire? Maybe they've come from a background of scarcity. So I actually brought up Mary's upbringing, being the family of, was it seven? Seven kids, having a very frugal lifestyle, living out west. And, and I brought that up. So it actually... Oh, Southwest. Oh, okay. So, Shire. I didn't know you were a Shire girl. Shire. Yay! My goodness. I didn't know that. Um, and I did that because I wanted the, the audience for the book launch to feel like, okay, maybe there is something to learn here. If she can do it, I can do it, right? So maybe some of you need to share this because your prospect needs to follow in your steps and they need to know that, I, that you get me. The last one is level seven, and level seven is true needs and wants. True needs and wants. When you're sitting in the space with your prospect and you're focused on how can I truly help them, how can I truly make an impact with my product or service, instead of being focused on this, looking at them as a dollar sign with a pair of legs. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that is. That's a dollar sign with a big, big pairs of Mickey Mouse feet. <laughs> There's a difference in the feeling of communication. Would you agree? Have you ever walked into a retail shop and you just touch the rack for a moment and then suddenly say, oh, that dress is nice. Oh, this one's really popular. I don't want popular. <laughs> and you just feel like, are they really there for my two needs and wants? Are they really just trying to sell? Yeah. So this is a spot. This is the place where you want to sit with your communication. This is the spot where you want to sit when you're doing all your, your writing. And today, in the next two days, it's about you being able to feel the, the feeling of being in a place of a community of women that have either gone through where you're going through now. So sometimes it's about dropping the guard and being able to truly connect. Truly connect, like, where are you at the moment? We, you know, there's a saying, we fake it till we make it, and that's definitely fine to do. That you'll find where true connection comes from and in that companionship and that community is really when we just, just be real. For me, it's like, how do we bring that rawness and that real, realness to a conversation and, and learn to drop that guard? Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show. This is just the gratitude portion for me to give my shout out to you, the listener, for taking a moment to give me gratitude and show me how much you love the show by writing a review on iTunes. Big love to Kel Morgan. She's given me five stars. She says, fabulous for playing in the car. She said, I love, in capitals, thank you, Kel. I love this podcast. So practical and real. Thanks, Annette. This is one of the times when I think it's always good to actually know what is your routine? What is your routine when you're actually filling yourself up with education? Because I hear some people say, I try to do podcasts, but I never get time to listen to them. You know, 
don't turn the radio on in the car. <laughs> That's one of the clues. But, you know, what is the routine? I heard someone the other day say that they actually run and listen to podcasts. So it's really interesting just to hear how different women do it. We're multitaskers, so I know that we are doing something while we're listening, as that's what we do as women. But finding that sweet spot on how you actually learn really just helps you fill up your cup of education. You know, within a year, you could go through so many university degrees without a beautiful education out there. And with you writing a review, this is my shameless ask. If you haven't yet, please write me a review. It means not just a bunch to me, it does, but it also helps with the ratings from my hard work that I do. God damn it. Giving this love out to you girls, uh, making sure that you're filling up your level of education and me sending my love out to you. So if you could take a minute to send the love back, it would mean the world to me. Make sure this week that you do something that fills up your level of happiness some physical activity that gets your serotonin pumping and you're feeling in love with life. Go out and have a brilliant week. Speak to you next week. Bye for now.